because we refuse. Many are sick among us, but because when we take it, we take on the body and the blood of Christ and renew all that is in us. So my wife is coming now. We're going to have a worship song. Then we're getting to our message for the morning. Good morning. God bless each and every one. We're going to sing Jesus, Jesus. Oh, what a wonderful child. You want to help me? Jesus, 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 Jesus. Oh, what a wonderful child. Jesus, 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 Jesus. So lowly, meek and mild. New light, new hope. You jolly bring, listen to the angels sing, singing glory, glory. Glory to the newborn King, Jesus, 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 oh, wonderful child, Jesus, 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 so lowly, meek and mild, new life, new hope, new joy, he brings, Yes, he was born in a lonely manger, a virgin Mary for his heavenly mother, and Joseph as his earthly father. A three wise men came from afar, they was guided by a shining star to see where King Jesus lay in a manger full of hay. Come on now. Oh, Jesus. 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 Oh, wonderful child. Oh, Jesus. 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 Holy, meek and mild. New life, new hope, new joy. Wonderful child. Jesus, Jesus, holy meek and mild. Thank God for that wonderful song. Christmas season is coming. We do thank God. December. Uh, we got our Advent season coming. We have four weeks now before we get into the mm -hmm. birth of Jesus Christ. We do encourage you if you get involved mm -hmm. and, and, uh, and just look toward Christ. Look toward mm -hmm. the Christmas season. There's something mm -hmm. that you and I need the yeah. struggle that we've been through these last few months, 12 months that I've been struggling, dealing with sickness and disease mm. and death and mm. everything and trying to get my daughter's home finished and prepared mm. and we still ain't there yet. But God is still able, ain't mm. it? God is still working things out. Jesus, mm. a wonderful child, yeah. holy, meek and mild. Is there a word from the Lord? Is there a word from the Lord this morning? Yeah. We do have... A word from the Lord. Our scripture this morning coming out of the Old Testament book of Amos. 
Old Testament book of Amos, 8th chapter, verses 11 through 13. Old Testament book of Amos, 11th, 8th chapter, verses 11 through 13. Also, Haggai, 1st chapter, verses 5 through 6. So we got two little verses in two different books this morning. Amos, 8th chapter, verses 11 and 13. My scripture reads, Behold, the day shall come, saith the Lord God, that I will send a famine into the land, not a famine of bread, not a thirst of water, but of hearing the words of the Lord. And they shall wander from sea to sea, and from the north even unto the east, and they shall run uh, to and fro to seek the word of the Lord, and shall not find it. In that day shall fair virgins and young men faint, for thirst. Let's turn to Haggai. First chapter, verses 5 and 6. Haggai, first chapter, verses 5 and 6. Mm -hmm. Scripture reads, Now therefore thus saith the Lord of hosts, Consider your ways, ye have not sown much, and have brought in little. You eat, but ye have not enough. Ye drink, but ye are not filled with drink. Ye clothe you, but there is none warm. And he that earneth wages to put it in into a bag with holes. Mm -hmm. May the Lord bless the reading and hearing of his holiness, righteous word. You know, as we look at America today, we see all of the abundance of everything, excessive waste. We got so much, we waste stuff, things that used to be right to us and is common today. They, we destroy things that we used to think so much of. People are living lavish lives in their, with the pleasures of life overflowing in every way. And, and things that have been taken uh, place of, our, uh, of needs and where we used to need stuff, now we just want stuff. Things have taken the place of needs in our lives and when we uh, go to make a purchase, uh, do I have any witnesses in the house? We don't worry about what we need. We always go out and get what we want. Everyday needs seem to have become automatic to us. We don't worry about everyday needs. We struggle to get our wants. We we take not no thought of tomorrow, not because what the Bible tells us in a spiritual sense. We don't think about it because everything comes so easy to us. We have so much media around us bombarding us with visual promises of things that, that people want and, and everything in your life. only thing you have to do is go out and get it. We won't uh, for nothing because whether we can afford it or not, we can get whatever we want. Now put it on the, our kids said, put it on the credit card. That's what our grandkids used to say. Because of this, we have become a lot of time invisible to one of uh, to each other. And, and we don't worry about each other's needs because we got everything we want and our needs override anything else that we have. Our tables are filled to capacity, but we can't find nothing to eat. Our refrigerators offer all kinds of refreshment, but we can't find suitable nothing to, 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 to suit our taste. I look at travel channel and I look at television. We talk about the lifestyle of the rich and famous expensive restaurants all over the world that many of us can't even afford to eat. Bottles of wine that cost so much that you, 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 you can buy a whole farm from one little bottle of wine. Expensive restaurants uh, uh, such that we can't even go in and eat. They got beef, Kobe beef, Wagyu beef, costs $100 a steak. 
They got a miracle ham that costs $600 a ham. Hotel room that, that you can rent, that you can almost buy a house for. America has become so spoiled by the way we have lived that many times what our needs are, are overwritten by what our wants are. Houses that cost more than you can make in a lifetime. Mm. America has been coined as the land of plenty, but we in the land of plenty find ourselves starving each and every day. Yeah. We are, we're in the Gideon's ministry, and we call this the land of plenty. America, you go to Africa, you go to Asia, South America, everybody said America is the land of plenty. Mm. We have small churches, large churches, churches on every corner. We got mega churches that fill up 50 and 60,000. Mm. We got TV channels each and every day that we can look at and see preaching any way you want to. You don't have to go to church. You can look at TV and look at church. Yeah. Our nation has become so materially wealthy yeah. and even in our availability of churches and religion is everywhere. You yeah. don't have to look for anything. But we can have all of this, but we can still be in America starving for the word of God, spiritually starving, because we have taken everything and made it more important than what the word of God is. Mm. That when you do that, you'll find yourself spiritually starving and can't find food to fill and to, to, to satisfy that hunger mm. because of the fact that you're looking for the wrong thing. Mm. So today, I want to talk about starving in America. <laughs> starving in America. Let us bow. Father God, we do thank you, Lord, for this day. We thank you for this opportunity to come. And as we come, Lord, we ask that you would allow your Holy Spirit touch your dear servant, touch my lips, touch my heart, touch my mind, that I may be able to speak clearly, understandably, so that men, women, boys, and girls can get to know you for who you are, and that we, too, can be fed the word of God. Let us have a hunger and thirst for the word of God so that we can be filled. Lord, we thank you and praise you yeah. in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Starving in America. Mm -hmm. You know, from Thanksgiving all the way to New Year's Day, we're going to be focusing all of our energies on eating, getting food, while focusing on eating there are still people in America starving. Mm. Salvation mm. is a dreadful way to die. Yeah. Salvation is that severe deficiency of calorie mm. intake that, that below such a level that your organs began to fail. Humans prolonged starvation can cause permanent organ damage. Eventually, it will cause you to die. To die for the lack of food speaks volumes about an individual as well as much about the environment or the culture they're in. Say you ain't got no business starving in America in the land of plenty. Yeah. You ain't got no business starving yeah. in this generation that we in. But yeah. we got people today that are still hungry, mm. starving, dying in a starving land is yeah. one thing. But dying in America where food is everywhere, that's outrageous. Starving in a land of plenty does not make any sense. I pulled this sermon up from 2004. Starving in the land of plenty. I preached back then. and But the problem is, it's still current. It's still relevant today. Still relevant for us to speak about in America. Most people got Bibles in every 
table in their homes. Mm -hmm. Most people have religious affiliation with some time of, of belief. Most people said that they are religious. Most people Most said that they believe in God. Most people Most said that they go some kind of church on a regular basis. Most, Most people, people said that they go to church at least on the special holiday. You know, most people believe that there is a good moral life that they are living, but most people don't study God's word. Most people don't do a whole lot of things. Most people don't live according to the way God said. But just as most people don't think that they are bad, most people are not doing the things that God, most people. Most people. While people do all of these things, but I find most people are starving what? From the word of God. <laughs> Most people do not believe that the Bible is serious. Most people have not searched the mysteries of the Bible to find out the great secrets in this book. Most people lean on their own understanding rather than leaning on the word of God. Right. Most people have not fed on the word of God to satisfy their thirst and their hunger mm. to be able to fill them. They find themselves starving with plenty of food around them to drink. Word of God is available in churches everywhere. Plenty of denominations to fit your need. Plenty of mosques and synagogues and temples and cathedrals everywhere. Plenty of religious and spiritualists everywhere. Plenty of theological seminaries and colleges everywhere. Plenty of religious broadcasts on television, YouTube, Spotify, uh, iTunes. You can find information everywhere. Plenty of everything about God everywhere. But still, with all of this plentiness around us, we find ourselves in America still starving. Mm. Starving for the word of God. Mm. Or in the land of plenty. Land we find of ourselves still starving. Yes, we are. In our scripture this morning, we find Amos being called by God to deliver stern warnings to Israel that God will punish mm. them for their disobedience in the land that God put them in was a land flowing with milk and honey, a land of plenty. And God told Israel that they had become an harlot. Their children will fall by the sword and their land will be divided and they'll die in a polluted land and be taken into captivity. Mm. Which present their Babylonian think. They were sent off into Babylonian captivity just because of their mm. disobedience. Mm -hmm. Amos had a vision of a basket of summer fruit there, which represented their Babylonian captivity. He, he writes in verses 1 through 10, he said that thus says the Lord God showed unto me uh, and behold uh, a basket of summer fruit. Mm -hmm. And he said, Amos, what seest thou? And he said, a basket of summer fruit. And then he said unto me, the end shall come unto my people Israel. I will not again pass by them anymore. And the songs of the temple shall be howling in that day. And says the Lord God, and there shall be many dead bodies everywhere. And they shall cast them forth in silence. Hear this, O ye that swallow the needy, even make the poor of the land to fail, mm -hmm. saying, When will the new moon be gone that we may sell corn? And the Sabbath day we will set forth wheat, making mm -hmm. eat for small and the shekel great, and falsifying the balances by deceit, that we may buy the poor, sell them uh, by the poor for silver and the needed for a pair of shoes, and yeah, and sell the refuse for wheat. Mm 
And the Lord has sworn by the excellency of Jacob, surely I will never forget any of their works. Uh, shall not the land uh, tremble for this? And every one mourn that dwelleth therein, and it shall rise up holy as a flood, and shall be cast out and drowned down the flood of Egypt, and shall come to pass in that day, said the Lord God, I will cause the sun to go down at noon, I will darken the earth in a clear day, and I will turn your feast in the morning, and your songs in the lamentation, I will bring up sackcloth upon your loins, baldness upon every head, and I make it a morning of an only son, and at the end thereof is a bitter day. Uh, this summer fruit represents the last harvest far too ripe uh, to last through winter, but prime for decay. For the things had gotten, and it will again get to the point where God says no more. No more. At the end of the season had come in the summer fruit. Israel had exhausted every chance uh, that God had given them. Now, no more chances. Ain't it sad that when God said no more? No more. No more chances. Amos had saw their condition had gotten to the point where God's patience had run out. You remember what I taught you about seed time and harvest? You must eventually, on this side or the other, you got to reap what you sow in it. The harvest is... The consequences of this heinous stuff that you and I have done in our lives, we're going to have to reap the harvest one day. They were all about money, 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 money. Israel was all about the money, and they took every opportunity to take advantage of the poor, working every day for the money, cheating and taking what they could, and, and they threw away what they couldn't give away, and they couldn't sell it away. They, they just, all they did was what? For the money. Israel's own rebellions had called them to produce a harvest that they were about to reap. Mm. Huh, they were about to reap a harvest of tears and decades of and generations of disobedience and ungodly behavior. And as a result, and one thing about God is that you don't want to have God to turn you loose on yourself. Mm -mm. I, I remember that song by... by, by, by uh, Don Lawrence, he said, deliver me from myself. Mm -hmm. um, if God got to turn you loose on yourself, mm -hmm. our writer said that our harvest is sun going down at noon, mm -hmm. cloudy mm -hmm. on a clear day, mm -hmm. funerals while you're having Sunday worship. Mm -hmm. uh, he said, funeral songs at worship, funeral clothes instead of church clothes, young folk looking old and, and folk bitter like you lost your only son. Mm. That's sad, ain't it? Yep. Huh, the good fortune is that the summer fruit harvest will soon waste away. Yes, Our summer fruit will soon be gone and we find ourselves spiritually starving in the land. It's bad when you got rotten fruit. Mm. At least you can eat it, ain't it? <laughs> but when the fruit rotten and waste away, that what would you had has wasted away now every opportunity mm. for you to get nourishment is all gone. So our first point this morning is God's permissive will will allow you to be in a position of spiritual starvation even when you're in a land of plenty. Our text says what? Behold, in the day shall come, says the Lord God, that I will send a famine in the land, not a famine of bread, uh, nor a thirst of water, but a hearing of the word of God. See, what people fail to see about a famine is that it's always a transition between good times and bad times. 
it's a transition between having plenty and, and not having enough at all. The fam famine that Israel would experience would not be a famine of food, but a famine of the word of God. Amen. Things had gotten so bad that there were no more prophets to bring them the word of God. They would be long for the word of God, but there would be nobody to send them a word. Even in our nation today, there is a famine for the true word of God. Amen. The preached word of God that, that many of us have been watered down and compromised mm. so much that we can barely recognize it as the gospel. Right. The gospel has been fashioned to please the masses. Yes. And, and rather than speaking the word of God against sin and the position of man that he should return to God. Yes. Our churches have turned into good feelings, yes. good singing, yes. good and good news services. Yes. Nothing is wrong, but something stern has to happen in order for us to draw us back to God. God yeah. needs to give us a stern warning. As I said in our introduction, churches everywhere, but we starving for the truth of God's word. Jesus said that truth going to make you free. Yeah. But why is it that people don't want to get free? How can you be set free? Unless the uncompromised word of God is being preached. Yes. Paul says in Romans, mm. then how can they hear yeah. without a preacher? There you go. But how can he preach unless he's been sent? There you go. Huh? That, that God told Israel that he would send them a famine. Yep. Not of food and not drink, but a famine of the word of God. Amen. As many prophecies, this was the far from what they wanted to hear. See, we are now in a spiritual famine in this country, this world that we're in. Churches everywhere, but we're still starving for the word of God. We are turned on to this whole lot of shouting. We're turned on to a whole lot of singing. We are, all of that is good, but if it does not have any substance to it, it a whole lot of singing, and all of that will not bring you into a relationship with God. We need some real preaching going on. Yes. Hosea 4 and 6 prophesied, many people are destroyed because of what? The lack of knowledge. People need the word of God. You need the knowledge of God's word. Good feeling preaching won't save you. I hate to tell you. But teaching will put you in the knowledge of God's word in your head. Feelings won't want your accountability, yep. but knowledge demand your attention. That's you can so. feel good all you want, but feeling good will not get your accountability to God's word. Amen. The accountability comes when the word of God gets into you, mm -hmm. become part of you. Yes. And if our land is to be saved, mm -hmm. if America is going to be that country that it's supposed to be, yes. We got to be able to get the word of God in us, starving in America because of the word of God in the land of plenty, churches everywhere, but somehow we don't have that word of God in us, on us. Our next point is sad to realize that you once had the word of God so freely available, now you want them, but you can't find it. You want it, but you can't find it. What our text said, and they shall wander from sea to sea, from north even until the east. And they shall run to and fro to seek the word of the Lord, and they shall not find it. And in that day shall fair virgins and young men faint from thirst. See, these guys were looking for the word to fit and justify their behavior. Amen. Huh? Sound familiar, don't it? Mm -hmm. 
how many people are still church hopping, trying to find a gospel to fit them, mm -hmm. trying to find a place in the church where the word fits their behavior. Amen. God's word will not fit you. Your, his word never changes and you can only find truth in his word by allowing the spirit to speak through you. Sometimes we must remain still long enough for the word of God to settle in us. All right. The scripture reminds us, he says, ever learning, but what? Mm. Never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. Yeah. See, the only truth is found in God's word. And to understand it, we have the Holy Spirit to give us the instruction. He cautioned us not to go looking for him over there. He will appear to us right here mm -hmm. if we will allow the Spirit of God to speak to us in truth. Amen. You don't have to go looking for him. Okay. He's everywhere. Yeah. Once you get your heart right, he will come in a boat in you wherever Amen. you are. Amen. See, Jesus tells us that we will faint from his thirst. This is a physical and a what? Spiritual Spirit. thirst. Matthew says what? Blessed are they was hunger and thirst. After righteousness, yeah. for they shall be filled. Mm -hmm. See, look, look with me. Look at what Jesus said about this. Uh, John 14 and 4 and 14. Whosoever drinketh the water that I give to him shall what? Never thirst. But the water that I give to him, that be in him a well of water springing up to everlasting life. See, always seek the word of God. And we will never thirst or hunger if we wouldn't lose it then we will never have to go look for it. Mm. Don't lose the word of God. You remember they lost the word of God in the church. They found the book of God in the church and they found it and they started reading it. But ain't it bad that you can lose the word of God in the church? All right, then. Huh, you can be in church all you want, but you can still lose, lose the word of God. But he said that don't lose it so we have to find it. Keep the word of God in your heart. Keep it, Keep it on your heart. Amen. Then finally, 200 years later, Israel have returned back to Jerusalem from 70 years of Babylonian exile. They again fell back into spiritual starvation. Huh? 200 years after 70 years of, mm. of, 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 of Babylonian captivity, mm. 200 years later, they write back to doing what they're doing. Mm. In our text, we find Haggai. 200 years later, mm. preaching the same morning that Amos preached. Preach. Haggai, five, Haggai 1 and 5 and 6 said, Now therefore, says the Lord of hosts, consider your ways. Ye have not sown much and bring in little. Mm. Ye eat, you have sown much mm. and bring in, little. bring in little. Ye eat, but ye have not enough. Ye drink, but ye are not filled with mm. drink. You close on you, he clothes you, mm -hmm. but there is no warm. Mm. And he has earnest wages, earnest wages to put in a bag with holes. <laughs> Ain't that so? <laughs> See, they, they've just been released from 70 years of captivity mm. because of their indifference to God. Mm -hmm. Now they are doing the same thing over and over again 200 years later. Perhaps they should consider what they're doing. He said, consider your way. Perhaps they should consider what they're doing. As if God is questioning whether they have already changed or not. Their labels are not blessed of God because of their what? Selfishness. They have not given God anything to God 
for him to multiply back to them. Their labor would be what? In vain. If we refuse to praise God for our blessings, he will allow them to fall right through our pockets. Didn't he say a bag with holes in them? Mm -hmm. How many of us mm -hmm. have lost blessings because we failed to give God glory? Huh? When we have failed to bless others, when God has blessed us, God will allow holes to get in your pockets. Mm -hmm. We owe God our faithfulness by what? Mm -hmm. Giving to others. Show them our thanks. Malachi says, will a man rob God? Mm -hmm. huh? Yes, he will rob God. See, they have already forgotten that God blesses us with what? Generosity. The more generous we are, the more blessing God is to us. Amen. Huh? Greed will not get us blessings. Huh? Don't starve yourself when God is near to you and can be reached with a table full set for you. If only you will submit yourself under his authority. We find ourselves with all of our churches all of our religious resources, all of our religious freedoms that we have in America, we are still suffering from starvation Come on. from the word of God in America. Everything, churches everywhere. But we find ourselves starving for the word of God because of the fact that we are living outside of the will of God. As we close this morning, the question is, are you starving? In the land of plenty. Are you still starving for the word of God when everything is available for you? Are you still being fed by the world and seamlessly cannot be filled trying to get satisfaction for what the world can feed you? The world, the world can feed you and the world can give you drink, but it is not that satisfies you like the word of God. All that the world gives you will eventually run out. It will dry up and you're going to find yourself starving in America. In Luke 4 and 4, he says, it is written that man cannot live by bread alone by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. The word of God is really our Christian bread. That is what we should eat. And I, he says that I am the living bread which come down from heaven. Huh? If any man eat my bread, he'll live forever. And if he will eat my flesh, he said that he'll never hunger. Yes. And this is what we need, the word of God. It is our Christian bread. The manna of the wilderness sustained Israel. Now Christ came down as that manna from heaven that will sustain us. Huh? See, that manna, bread cannot give you eternal life. But the word of God can. That manna that came down from heaven can give us this eternal life. See, some people said that Jesus spilled his blood, but he didn't. He gave his blood. Spilled blood is not blood that you spill uh, because of your giving. He gave of himself. It wasn't spilled. He freely shed his blood. It's different between spilled blood and shed blood. He shed his blood on Calvary Cross to do away with my sins and your sins. The only way that you and I can inherit the kingdom of God to take the sacrifice that Jesus made on Calvary. In believing this and acting upon this, now I can receive eternal life. When we receive Jesus, he takes his abode up in us and he lives in us. Ain't it beautiful to understand that he says, I'm crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, not I, but the Christ that lives in me. In other words, if I belong to Jesus, my life is conducted in a manner that others can see Christ in me. Amen. Jesus Christ is the living bread. 
in me, the water that sustains my thirst and the bread that sustains my hunger. Mm -hmm. His power is the power of the Father and our power comes through Jesus Christ. Amen. So as we celebrate the new life in Jesus Christ and we partake of his bread and his water, we want to understand that now we have taken on the victory. The victory through his bread, through his body, through his blood. Now we can receive the power that is available to you and I to have eternal life. This is what we have. God bless you with spiritual abundance. And if he gives you Jesus the Christ for you to have, he said you will have eternal life. That's why I like what he says about the 23rd Psalm. He says, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Ain't that something? The food that he gives to me, I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in what? Still waters. He restores my soul. He leadeth me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. He said, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will feel no evil for God with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they will comfort me. Thou prepares a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. My cup runneth over. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Huh? He, he, he prepares a table in the presence of my enemies. See, God prepares for us to enjoy life without having uh, spiritual salvation, not having spiritual thirst, but to be filled through what God has made for us. Because of his blessings, we are now able to bless somebody else. Mm -hmm. All that happens on this side, then he promises us that we will have eternal life on the other side. Mm -hmm. No more sickness, no more sorrow, no more trouble I see. The psalm said that there will be peace in the valley for me. Mm -hmm. So if you're sovereign in America, in the land of plenty, call upon the name of the Lord. Huh? Mm -hmm. huh? Ask him. He said, you have not because you ask not. Mm -hmm. Call upon the name of the Lord. Ask him to feed me. Huh? Feed me. I like the old song that we sing, guide me though thy great Jehovah pilgrim from his pilgrim land. Mm -hmm. I am weak, but thou art mighty. Hold me with thy powerful hand. Bread of heaven, bread of heaven, feed me until I want no more. So if you starve and call upon the Lord, ask him to feed you. Feed you till you don't want no more. In the land of plenty, feed me. In this Christian nation, feed me. In a nation where churches on every corner, feed me. Households with Bibles on every table, feed me. So don't find yourself starving with the availability of everything that God has given unto us so that we can be a land that, that, that is flowing with the American honey. A land that where others can be blessed. So let us feast on the table that God has made and made before us. He said that he has set it before us in the presence of our enemies. Then we can enjoy the blessings of God. Overflowing blessings, goodness, and mercy for the rest of our life. Then we will dwell in the house of the Lord. What? Forever. God bless. Let God be your provider. Don't be starving in the land of plenty. Enjoy what God has given us. Feast on his word. Feast on his word. Drink his word that he might be bread and water to you in a starving land. Mm -hmm. God bless you. May heaven ever smile upon you. Let us bow. Father God, we do thank you, Lord, for this day. We thank you for this opportunity to come. And as we come, Lord, we ask that you just now let this word finally rest in place in the heart. Let's not be starving in a land of plenty. Let's not be starving uh, 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 and, and, and dying of thirst in a land where Christ has made 
himself available to us to be bread in the starving land, water in a land where people are dying from thirst. Lord, we thank you. This is our prayer in Christ Jesus' name. Let us prepare for Holy Communion. Holy Communion this morning. If you have bread, if you have juice, anything that you have, it'll prepare us for our Holy Communion this morning. The Word of God says, For I received the Lord, that which I also delivered to you, that the Lord Jesus Christ, the same night he took bread, and when he took it, he, he gave thanks, and he broke it, and said, Take, eat, this is my body, which is broken of you, this doing remembrance of me. And at the same manner, he took the cup, and, and as he supped, he said, This cup is the New Testament in my blood, this do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. And for as often as you drink eat this bread and drink this cup, do shoot forth the Lord's death till he come. Wherefore, whosoever shall eat this bread and drink this cup of the Lord unworthily be guilty of the body and the blood of the Lord. But let a man examine himself, and let him eat of this bread and drink of this cup. For he that eats and drinketh unworthily, eats and drinketh damnation unto himself, not discerning the Lord's body. But for this cause many are weak and sickly among you, and many sleep. For if we have judged ourselves, we shall not be judged. But when we are judged, we are chastened of the Lord, and we shall not be condemned with the world. Wherefore, my brethren, when ye come together to eat, tarry one for another. And if a man hunger, let him eat at home, that he come not together in condemnation. And the rest will I set in order when I come. Let us pray. Father God, we ask your blessings upon this bread and upon this juice that represent your body, and your blood. Lord, you gave us the word and you told us to take and eat. And once we take it and eat it, now we have communion with you and the Father. Let us eat together. Let's drink together. They said they sung a hymn. They went out into the Mount of Olives. We don't have the Mount of Olives. We do have the hedges and highways to go into. I know it was the blood. Well, I know it was the blood. Well, I know it was the blood. bless you we don't have the highways and uh, the hedges excuse me we don't have the amount of olives to go into but we do have the highways and hedges go yes, go into the highways and hedges compel men women boys and girls to come to accept jesus christ as their lord and savior Amen. and then when you come he said that you'll find that perfect rest mm -hmm. in him god bless you god bless may heaven you. Well smile upon god you we'll see you again on friday evening at our uh, Bible Institute hour and mm -hmm. on Sunday morning for our Sunday school and our uh, worship hour. God bless yes. you. May heaven have a smile upon you. Amen.